I do have just a little something a little bit different than what we normally do on Thursday night. Um, I don't know how much preaching we will do. Um, Sister Bailey, please don't go far because I really don't plan on going long at all. Uh, But while I was (coughs) meditating and seeking and (coughs) waiting for the Lord to give me direction, clear direction for tonight, uh, I was involved in a conversation with an individual and uh, <clears throat> this thing it just, just kind of jumped out at me so I thought okay but Lord if you don't show up I'm going to be in deep trouble <laughs> because Lord that's not a whole lot to bring on a Thursday night and uh, I said Lord if you don't uh, make up the difference uh I'm going to look like an idiot. (laughs) But I'd rather be the Lord's idiot attempting to do the will of God and and miss it and then be a fool up here and try to pretend. I'm not a good pretender at all. So, But... uh, (laughs) I was talking with this individual. I, I, I felt really, really impressed to share this with you. Uh, the trouble is getting to it. <laughs> um, it's, you know, not one of those subjects where you could just jump off and, and just, you just kind of, kind of, like, like Brother Shelton says, you got to kind of meander and kind of find your way and uh, hopefully uh, the Lord will lead me here tonight, but uh, I want to talk to you just a little bit about robbing God, but not in the way that you think. Uh, I believe the, the, the adversary has, has done a number on the church, the apostolic church. Uh, a lot of the time we don't realize our potential. We can't realize our potential. Uh, we, 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 we don't achieve that place of recognition because of, as the scripture says, the little, it's the little foxes that spoil the vine. It's little things that we sometimes don't give much credence to. We just think, well, well, I can do that, and it really doesn't matter, and it, does, it doesn't affect anybody but maybe me or maybe then, you know, one or two other people. But I, I beg to differ with you. The adversary uses those times to rob the body of its pot- potential power in ministry one to another. What I want to say here tonight, Scripture talks about casting down imaginations. And that's literally what you have to do. I find sometimes, Brother Barr, I I meditate on things that I shouldn't. And while meditating on them, sometimes 
the enemy is able to magnify it and make it much bigger than what it really is. Uh, you, you know, you ever cut a, a golf ball in half to see what was really at the core? First time I did that, I was surprised. Or a baseball. First time I saw a baseball that was unraveled and you got down to the core, it was just this little thing on the inside, but it had all this other confusion, I'm going to call it, wrapped around it. And then a, a skin sewed around it to make it appear like a baseball. But to me, that's, that's what the adversary does. Sometimes he will take a little bit of truth. He'll take a little, just a little bit of truth. And he'll use it. And cause accusations to start flying. Now, I'm going to say this, and hopefully I don't have to say it but one time. Uh, pastor told me to do what I feel. So, I'll answer to pastor. All right. He didn't, he didn't put me up to this. I want to make that clear. Everybody knows Brother Middleton. He's, you know, he, he, you know. <laughs> the one person I love more than anybody in this world is Jesus Christ. And I fear him more than anybody. So what I say to you tonight, I say to you in the fear of God. All right? Nobody put me up to this. But the devil will take small little bits of truth or seeming truth from your perspective. And he will create a storm. He'll create a storm around your mind where you can't think straight. And from your perspective, you're seeing clear. But it's nothing but responding to a storm and I, I'm telling you this because I've experienced this personally and I've had those in my family to experience it and they've described it to me there as a matter of fact if I if I would have done what I really felt to do I wanted my wife to testify to you tonight my wife has been a part of this church for 30 some odd years, longer than I have. And this is what she told me the other day. I was shocked. She says, when you left home, I went upstairs and she said, this storm just started. And she said, in the midst of that storm, it was like, Hurling accusations going around and around and around and around in my mind. And she said it was so intense. 
She just sat on the bed, tried, tried to get herself together because she says, surely this, this can't all be true. And in the human mind, one and one makes two. And two and two makes four. And in your mind, that's how, we, well, if that's so, then this must be so. And if this is so, then surely this is what's going on. Anybody know what I'm talking about? But all the time while you're tallying all this up, you don't realize the source of all of this. Where the enemy has taken a small bit of truth and began to hurl it. I was, uh, I happened to be in a home the other evening and they were watching this, 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 I guess it was a movie and it was, uh, it had a, 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 a tornado scene in it. And the, uh, and the tornado, I mean, it was, she walked out in the yard and you, it was like it was right on Ritchie Highway and you could see it. You could just see the tunnel. You could see the winds. You could, you could see every, you could feel the effect of it all. And all of a sudden, this object, Brother Vernell, comes flying from out of the storm. And the individual that was standing there, had she not moved or ducked, she, it would have killed her, which is a perfect picture to me of what I'm talking about here. Because we're not fight, fighting against each other. This isn't really about personality differences. The devil does not want Antioch Church to be who we are called to be. And the only way that he can get to us is beginning to use little bits of truth and hurling it like a weapon. Somebody pass you by and they don't greet you properly. And then all of a sudden, I remember she did that five years ago. And back then, you know, she was so surely, surely she's back on that kick again and we're going to have to deal with that again. And I don't want to deal with that, so I'm going to avoid her. Or with brothers. Same way, just have to come a little bit different because it's usually not over, you know, little bits of foolishness. It comes... More about respect. <laughs> you you dissing a brother, you walk by and you don't shake his hand and you don't you don't give him his proper praise the Lord and oh you laugh. I'm I'm talking to you about stuff that I know, and I this kind of stuff you don't read in the book. They don't tell you that. You, you gotta be around long enough to experience it. And all of this storm starts flying and, and before you know it, you got a little storm over here and you got a little storm over there and you got a little storm over here and another one. You got little storms everywhere and it really, when you get down to the core of it, it really doesn't matter. 
We're all different. Yes, we're going to do things differently, but we don't need to allow the devil to begin to hurl accusations one against another. Oh, God. So this storm is just... My wife said she sat on that bed and she's trying to get herself together and she thought, surely I, I, I dealt with that already. I, I, you know, I, I've spent time in prayer. I've, I've cleaned my, I emptied my heart out of all this stuff and out of nowhere, Sister Bailey, this just, I just leave home. My wife, it's amazing because sometimes I don't think my wife wants me to work. Because she feels safe when I'm home. Because when I'm home, she's covered. There's a peace of mind there. She doesn't have to deal with all the little whatevers that are floating around in the atmosphere. But she said, I walked out the door and it began. And when I came home, you know, we exchanged our normal pleasantries and greetings. How was your day kind of thing. And. But she, later on that night, she said, you, you didn't ask me about how my day was. And I said, well, I thought, uh-oh. <laughs> but I was smart enough just to kind of button it up a little bit. And <laughs> so I waited a little bit and I said, well, how was your day? And she was waiting for the opportunity to share with me how intense her day was. Not necessarily from physical labor, but she spent the great majority of the day battling against this spirit that was warring in her mind. I want to call it a storm of accusations. And she sat there and she, when we finally talked about it, she says, it took the better part of the day. And I said, really? And she says, and I really didn't get any real victory. Well, in the last year, we, we got us a pet and he demands a lot of attention. So if anybody needs any exercise, you know, I, I have a pet that needs walking, a lot of walking and <laughs> And he's constantly wanting your attention. He's like Velcro, you know. He's you move, he he's touching. But it's something very unique. I I don't know what it is, but I, I don't want to say that he could sense what was going on, Sister Bailey. But he could. It's like he picked up on something. And when she sat down on the couch, he put his head in her lap and would not let her move. And while she was sitting there, she was forced to pray. And from her testimony, she was there for an hour and a half, two hours. It wasn't a two-minute deal. She said, Glenn, I, I, I don't know what was going on. She said, I, th- I thought I was going crazy. It was just, and, and the word she kept using was a storm. 
it was just a storm in my mind. And it's just, you know, hurling accusations against those that I love, those that I respect, those that I've spent time praying for many, many times in the past, hours in the past. But here today, I'm, I'm questioning motive. I'm questioning this. I'm questioning that. I, I, don't, I don't know what that was all about. But she said, I couldn't find any peace until I found a place to pray. Does this make sense to anybody here? So I came here tonight with the intention. I, I tried to find, well, I mean, I guess if I really wanted to, 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 to pretend a little bit, I could have dressed up and found me some scriptures and I could preach to you about casting down imaginations, all of that. But you know what? If you don't do it, if you don't take time in the presence of God to do what I'm talking about here, then you're going to, when the storm starts again, you're going to be susceptible. And it's going to be littler than nothing that's going to tick you off. And you're not even going to know where it came from. And you find yourself falling prey to this spirit. So Sister Bailey's going to massage those ivory keys just a little bit. To those of you that identify what I'm talking about. I'll say in the last two weeks probably could go back a little bit further but if you've been experiencing a storm in your mind storm of accusations against those that you love you know loves you you respect them that you know that they respect but yet these flying they're like flying projectiles looking for somebody to take out. I want to invite you to come to this altar this evening. I waited on God. I waited on God. Lord, give me a text. Lord, give me something I can preach. But if I could say this, we got some of the best preachers in the country in this church. We we don't need preaching. We need some practical application here tonight. We need to begin to apply what we've heard, what we've learned over the years. Instead of just looking at it and saying, oh, that was just me. That was just me on a bad day. Let me tell you something. The enemy is looking for an opportunity to wipe you out. The ones that he attacks most are those that are given to, to, to a ministry of prayer, ministry of intercession. Because you provide the covering that individuals need to carry on their spiritual work. And if he can take you out, if he can rob God, if he can rob God of your ministry and your place in the kingdom, 
In the name of Jesus Christ. Come on. I bind the source of every lying spirit in the name of Jesus Christ. I take authority right now in the name of the Lord Jesus over every lying spirit that comes accusing, accusing my brother, accusing my sister, accusing my leadership. I take authority over it now in the name of Jesus Christ. I bind every lie in Jesus' name, no matter how small. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, devil, you're a liar. You're not going to rob this church another day. You're not going to rob them of another moment. You're not going to rob them of another hour of ministry. You're not going to rob them anymore. In the name of the Lord Jesus. If you're standing here, it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. You're good people. You're good people. But the devil has found opportunity to hurl accusation. And you find yourself caught up in that storm. And there's only one way out. And that is that he delivered you. I wonder if I can get some elders here today to help me. I wonder if I can get some elders here to help me here tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus. I see tears of identification right now in the name of Jesus. People identifying what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. You know it's true. sometimes that storm can be so intense and make you feel like you're about ready to lose your mind you're about ready to lose your place in the kingdom sometimes you feel like resigning from your place of, of ministry the devil is a liar I said the devil is a liar. He's the father of every lie. No matter how small or how great that may seem to you, I'm here to tell you he will use every advantage that he can can get. We cast down. We cast down every imagination. We cast down every lie in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I want you to look at those that are here. They're not just older people that have been around here for a long time. There are young people here, potential leadership, that the enemy is trying to, to mess up their mind, mess up their thinking, mess up their spirit. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ. Shatoboko Ramahaya. 
Kiliando lorobo korramahayando lorobo shatahaya. Hikala ratahasatahaya. That's a lie. Tells you nobody loves you. That's a lie. He waits until you're exhausted physically. He waits until you're you're weary spiritually. He waits until you're depleted and then he sucker punches you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. This is what he uses to combat our unity. This is what he uses to try to deplete us of the anointing that God has rested upon this body. He doesn't want there to be any unity. He calls you to question, calls you to doubt in every turn in the walk, every turn in the road. Come on in the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I speak peace to this storm right now in the name of the Lord. I speak peace in the midst of this storm right now by the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's not a little thing, folks. It's not a little thing. He'll get you alone, paint you in a corner, make you feel like nobody loves you. You're in in this all by yourself. You're facing a wall of storm and wind and accusation. Come on, in the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus name Jesus name Shatomoko Rabahaya Hiala Rata Doloroboko Rabahaya He can get you to withhold that God-given gift to this body, if he can get you to withhold that ministry, then he, the adversary, is successful. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Coming down.
Aleluia. Ai ando corra bahasa Can I ask you a question? In the midst of this prayer right now, can I ask you a question? I said the adversary will take a little bit of truth and wrap it in a bunch of lies. And can I ask you a question? Even if it was true, even if the accusation against your brother or sister is true, is it worth giving up your place in the kingdom for? Is it worth you missing out on heaven because of something that you don't know all the details about? You just got a couple of little pieces of truth and you think, is it worth it? I want to know, is it worth it? I don't think it's worth it. I think God is bigger than it all. And I think if we will cast it all on God, give it all over to Him, I think the Lord will work it all out. Look, I've been around a long time. I've faced some difficulty in my time. I've gone through many storms. And there's been a lot of them I didn't know if I was going to make it out of. But the one thing that I kept asking myself, is it worth my place in the kingdom? If, is what I'm contending for worth losing out with God? Regardless of what it may be, it really doesn't matter. I'm here to tell you today, if you can take that, if you will take that and cast it in the Lord's sea of forgetfulness, I said, that storm will cease you will find a place of peace does anybody hear what I'm saying here tonight again I stand here tonight not because anybody told me anything about anybody I don't have a phone in my home that rings. I've got a phone line, but doesn't have a phone at the end. I'm trying to tell you, nobody calls my phone to gossip. Nobody calls my phone to tell me about this, that, or the other thing. I don't want to know what, but what I need to know. I've been around here a long time. I got a small bunch of keys, and that's the way I like it. <laughs> I don't want a whole bunch of keys. I don't want access to this. I don't want access to that. The only thing I want access to, free access to, is to the throne of grace and mercy. That's the only place that I want access to. I may not be able to get to Chester right or David right or Joel right or whoever they may be. But I've never seen a day that I couldn't get to Jesus. 
I've never seen a day that he wouldn't hear my cry. I've never seen a day where he says, son, I don't have time for you. Every time I've called on him, he's always been there. So hear me tonight. Spend some time with God. And let him calm the winds of your individual storm. That's the only way it's going to work. That's the only way that when the gifts are called upon in this auditorium, there's no man in this room that has all nine of the gifts. But there are non-suspecting individuals in this room that God has deposited and entrusted you with but we've held back on them because of little small things just like what we're talking about I pray that this message will find some ears that will hear and heart that will receive it because again I feel like it was God that directed me could you stand to your feet Let's pray together, shall we? Thank you, Jesus. Father, we love you. We appreciate you today. We thank you for your spirit that's been here today. We thank you, Lord, for the nearness of your presence. Thank you, Lord, for speaking to our hearts here tonight, opening our eyes, God. Lord, help us today. We're but frail, fleshly vessels, Lord. God, we need you. We need your help, Lord. We need your direction. We need your guidance, Lord. I pray for every individual under the sound of my voice, either those that are present or those that will hear through media of whatever source. I pray, God, that they would be honest in their own heart and their own spirit that they would receive your word here tonight, Lord, that it may work in their hearts as you see fit, God. In the name of Jesus Christ, I give you all the honor, give you all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Why don't you greet one another? In Jesus' name, you're dismissed. In the name of the Lord. Lord bless you. See you Monday morning, Sunday morning.